Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fans, are you ready to brave the wild with your buddy, Paladino Joey? Today, we will be doing episode number three of Brave the Wild. Today is October 4th, Saturday, October 4th in the year of our Lord, 2008, and we are ready to talk some hockey. I thank all of you for downloading and listening to me on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. Thank you always, and please tell a friend if you like the show. I would appreciate it very much. Now, on the sportstuff.com on the front page, we would encourage you to click on the button in the upper right-hand corner that says TSS Boards. That way you can sign up for our message boards and interact with me, other podcasters, and all the other members on there. You can also get involved with the polls for Brave the Wild as I would like that very much. That way we can have more interaction with you, the listener, here on Brave the Wild. You can vote and comment, and then the results and the comments will be read on air, unless for some reason you do not wish them to be read on air. Simply say, do not read on air at the bottom. That's all you got to do. Now, today here on Brave the Wild, we are going to talk about the preseason games that have happened thus far, first and foremost, but really... The fun part, the most exciting part, we're going to talk about some of the youngsters that are emerging. Colton Jillies, Danny Ehrman, Tyler Kuma, guys like that. You know, one of them is finally going to make the team. Maybe two of them, who knows? We're just going to see what happens. It's all up to Lemaire and what he wants position-wise. And I'm looking forward to getting into that. So with no further ado, we're going to take our first break, and we'll get into the game reviews right after this. Announcement. Here on the sportstuff.com, we're bursting in blue with Timberwolves Explosion. Timberwolves fans, your show has arrived at last as we bring in a new era with Al Jefferson, Kevin Love, and Mike Miller. We're available on the sportstuff.com and also available on iTunes. Download and listen to in-depth and detailed coverage of your favorite team. Show your true blue and join this explosion of Timberwolves basketball. 
we are back here on Brave the Wild. The commercial you just heard was Timberwolves Explosion, an exciting show that I started recently about the Minnesota Timberwolves. So some of you hockey fans that may also enjoy basketball as the teams both play at the same time, check it out. Do check out Timberwolves Explosion on thesportstuff.com and iTunes. Now we're going to get into the first preseason games. Well, in September in their preseason, uh, wins and losses don't really matter, but it's kind of encouraging as the Wild went 3-1, and one, opening up with a 2-1 to one win over the Columbus Blue Jackets at the XL Energy Center on September the 24th. Again, I apologize that it's been so long in between between shows um, because of my busy schedule and the other shows that I do as well. Turbo Mafia, Timberwolves Explosion. But, uh, yeah, this was a solid game for the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Christopher Kalanos and Kim Janssen and Ben Wapulia, the three stars of the game. Kim Janssen, number one, as he really stepped up, scoring a goal, assisted by James Shepard. Ben Wapulia, Ben Wapulia scoring right away, right out of the gate, and the Wild are really going to count on him this year to step it up. They need somebody to score with the losses of Brian Ralston. And Pavel Dimitra, I mean, heavy losses. You're going to need some youngsters to step up. Uh, to me, that's fun, though, to have these young guys in there. And uh, that's what I like about preseason. Some of these prospects will actually make the team. Owen Nolan and Thomas Mahazas, who I still can't really say his name right. <laughs> but that guy also a possibility, the second there, a defenseman trying to make the team crack the roster. He just might. Um, a solid game for the Minnesota Wild as a whole. Nicholas Backstrom's... Saving 22 of 23 shots, not bad at all. Andrew Brunette finally wearing that number 15 again here on the Minnesota Wild. You get your first look at Colton Chili's. Uh, Danny Ehrman ejected on sportsmanlike conduct early on. Uh, only got three minutes in the game, of course, and was ejected. So, But he looked good in the small time in there. But uh, Lemire stating after the game that, hey, he wants to give Ehrman another chance to uh, – Display his talent. We got to see what he can do this time. As last year, he was on one of the early cuts, sent to Houston right away, and um, that's how things go right there. So now we're going to slide into the next game here very quickly, and this was a loss to the Chicago Blackhawks on the 26th, Friday the 26th of September, four to three loss to Chicago. The Minnesota Wild scored three goals in the first period. Now this game pissed off Jacques Lemaire. Is Minnesota Wild famous for when they take a lead? They keep it. They keep it. And, uh, no, they didn't keep it on this particular day. As the Blackhawks score four unanswered goals in the second and third period. Uh, Stefan Veyu, who's had a marvelous preseason, by the way, scoring right off the gate, 36 seconds into the game, assisted by Eric Belanger, who has pretty much disappeared late last year. And who? Who was I talking about earlier? Danny Ehrman. Danny Ehrman. Not a bad game for him, at least getting the assist there. James Shepard, though. Now, this is a cool, cool line right here. James Shepard assisted by Colton Gillies. And now I'm finally saying his name right. And Marc-Andre Bergeon. So uh, that is some good stuff right there, seeing the two new guys assisting on the youngster, James Shepard. Peter Kalis, I see Kalis, as uh, Worf would say in Star Trek, um, scoring his first goal in the preseason. Assisted by Mark Zidlicki and Miko Koivu, but that was it. All those goals were scored in the first period, and it was all Blackhawks from there. Andrew Ladd, Patrick Sharp scoring two times, Andrew Ladd scoring two times. So 
yeah, those two guys, definitely the first two stars of the game, and Brian Campbell, the third star, all Blackhawks because it just was not a good game for the Wild. Josh Harding stopping 29-33 shots, uh, not the best game ever for him, but that's how it goes. He's not a starting goalie right now, and it shows, as we are now going to quickly move into the next game here. A 2-1 to win at Buffalo. This was a fun game. Wild. Oh, this was a fun game indeed, as this was like welcome back Andrew Brunette. Uh, Yoshin Hecht scoring the goal, assisted by Povenile and Clark MacArthur. Excuse me, I can't talk. <laughs> uh, but this game, of course, went to the shootout. Andrew Brunette, though, tying the game with, oh, about three minutes left. Andrew Brunette, welcome back to the Minnesota Wild. Andrew Brunette, it never looked so good. Um, just wonderful stuff. Kim Yonten and Benoit Puglia. Benoit Puglia getting involved again on a scoring play. But now here's where the fun begins. Now, Buffalo, as we go into the shootout, Gerby could not score, but Owen Nolan does score, giving the Wild the lead. Unfortunately, Drew Stafford scores as well. Benoit Puglia, eh. Clark MacArthur stopped as well. But then it's like, okay, Andrew Brunette's next, right? It's Andrew Brunette's turn. Oh, nope, they're going to pull him back for Corey Locke. Corey Locke. Yep, the shot wasn't even on goal. And now it's like, uh-oh, Tim Kennedy's turn, and uh, boy, please stop it. Yep, Nicholas Backstrom, who has improved his shootout goalie, or has improved as a shootout goalie dramatically in the offseason. He worked on it all summer, and it's showing here as he stops several Attempts by Buffalo, stops three of four attempts by Buffalo, and finally, it's Andrew Brunette's turn, and I'm like, okay, now let's win the game because Andrew Brunette's clutch, right? Andrew Brunette is a clutch guy. He's gotten it done so many times. He got it done in the playoffs against the Wild last year, got it done for the Wild against the Avalanche years ago in 2003, one of the great moments in Wild history. And guess what? Andrew Brunette scores. What a surprise. And guess what? Also, that was the first ever shootout Appearance by Andrew Brunette, because, of course, after the lockout, Andrew Brunette was ignored by the Wild and allowed to let, not allowed to go to the Avalanche. That was when the shootout started, and the Avalanche are so stacked with scores, they never gave Andrew Brunette a shootout attempt, and he scores on his first attempt. Bada-bing, bada-boom. I don't know why the Avalanche wouldn't put him in, because he is a clutch guy, as said a thousand times over. And there you go. Beautiful. Andrew Brunette is a winner. And welcome back, Andrew Brunette. And the Wild went 2-1 to one officially because they count that as a second goal, I guess. And the Wild be co- go to 2-1. and one. Now the Wild get revenge on the Blackhawks. This, this time, Stefan Veyu was the guy with two goals. Stefan Veyu steps it up late in the game. The Blackhawks had the lead. But uh, first and foremost, though, Colton Gillies scoring, baby. Colton Gillies looking looking really good here in the preseason. We're going to talk about him more. The Blackhawks still, of course, take a 2-1 to lead. Patrick Kane, Brent Seabrook score. But then Stefan Veyu goes to work as he scores three minutes, three and a half minutes into the third period. But then it's overtime, and with, oh, about 24 seconds left in overtime, Stefan Veyu scores again on a nice assist by Miko Koivu. And the Wild win again. And Nicholas Backstrom, huge in this game. 33 saves from 35 shots. Veyu, the player of the game. Backstrom, the second star. Patrick Kane, the third star with a goal and an assist for 
the evil Blackhawks. No, the hated Chicago Blackhawks, the Wild, as said, with a thrilling victory in that game. And there it is. There's September. As now we slide into October, where the Wild so far are 1-1. One and one. And uh, there's just one preseason game left to go. It is today at 7 p.m. against Montreal, at Montreal. But first and foremost, the Wild play Buffalo again on Wednesday, October the 1st, and win again, 3-2. to two. Terrific. Gotta love that. Three stars of the game, Brent Burns, Miko Koyu, and John Scott. John Scott has looked pretty good for the Minnesota Wild here, as he assisted on one of the goals in the previous game. Defenseman John Scott. Miko Koivu, though, just playing solid defense all day, getting it done for the Wild. And here's a guy, Antti Mittenen, who scored the first goal of the game, assisted by James Shepard, Stefan Veyu, who the Wild just love. They are raving about this guy. They believe that he's got a lot more talent than the Dallas Stars allowed him to display because of their overstacked roster. Um, hard to say. You just, I guess it's up to the Wild. I mean, they have found lots of diamonds in the rough before. As you remember, Pascal Dupuis, uh, Nicholas Backstrom, uh, you, you, they revived uh, Alexandra Dagg from the dead for at least a year and a half, and then he was dead again. I don't know, that guy was just a loser, I thought, but they got a good year and a half out of the guy. Uh, Wes Walls emerged from the scrap heap. Jim Dowd emerged from the scrap heap, becoming really nice players for the Wild who helped them on that playoff run years ago. Maybe Antti Mittenen is another one of them. And remember, another Antti. Antti Laxanen was another one of those guys that nobody really thought about much, and he emerged nicely. So we'll see what happens. Owen oh, Nolan getting the second goal. Patrick Pierre-Marc Bouchard and Eric Belanger assisting on the goal. And then Brent Burns with a shorthanded, unassisted goal. Great play. Of course, a set player of the game for the Wild. Unfortunately, it was another three-goal first period, and that was it. But the Wild this time hang on. Josh Harding and Nicholas Backstrom playing in this game because Josh Harding got hurt. He was hit in the eye. Not good stuff. We'll get into that in a little bit as well. Tyler Kuma, a solid game as well. Andrew Brunette playing 16 minutes. Burns, though, with 28 minutes. This guy is logging some serious time. It's a good thing he's a youngster. And, uh, yeah, I think... Uh, Brent Burns is all about the second best player on the team right now behind Marion Gabrick. And, yes, Marion Gabrick has not played a game for the Wild yet. And that is frustrating, of course. And now Friday, last night, a 3-5 to loss to the Columbus Blue Jackets at Columbus. Husalius, the newcomer Husalius, Kristen Husalius, who the Wild pursued immensely twice. They pursued him before he went to the Calgary Flames. They pursued him this summer and lost again, and this time to the Columbus Blue Jackets. I don't know why he would go there. Um, Columbus scoring the first three goals of the game. Gabrick finally getting in on this game. Last night, finally getting to play. And, uh, yeah, he was able to score, but first and foremost, as I said, Columbus scoring the first three goals of the game. Husalius getting that third one. Uh, Craig McDonald, R.J. Umberger getting the first two goals. Owen Nolan gets the Wild going again, as he has had a really, really nice preseason. I hope this can tra can uh, go into the season as well, can pick up where he leaves off in the, from the preseason into the regular season, as Owen Nolan is looking like his, he's found more of his offensive game again. That would be good stuff. Gabbert getting the second goal, and James Shepard scoring again. What a nice preseason he's having. There is no way he won't make the team, obviously. 
And um, there's a guy I'm really excited about going into the season, Gabrick, an assist on the play. Those two guys finding some chemistry early on. Nicholas Baxcom, 36 out of 40 shots saved. Not bad, but not good enough as he did give up four total goals. And the Wild lose the game, as mentioned. Uh, Chris Russell, Rick Nash, and Kristen O'Saley is the three stars of the game. I don't know why they always seem to give the winning team all of the stars when, you know, you know there were some good players in the game. He could have gotten Gabrick the third star. He had three points, but oh well. Rick Nash with three assists. I can understand that. Now, that is the end of the preseason until tonight at 7. That will be the final game. And it's time to start playing some real hockey. Some real hockey. That is going to be extremely exciting. As the Wild open up a week from today against the Boston Bruins. Yes, the formerly hated Boston Bruins. The North Stars and Bruins used to have a great rivalry in the old days. They will be in town, which doesn't happen very often. As Eastern Conference teams, the schedule is really awkward with the Eastern Conference. And, uh, man, I can't wait to see Boston here in Minnesota October 11th, if uh, if you can get to the game, get there. It's going to be exciting. Now, with that, we are going to move on to our next break, and we're going to talk about some wild prospects after this. Here on the sportstuff.com, get on board the Viking ship with Purple Mafia. We will talk about the new Purple People Eaters and the best running back in the NFL, Adrian Peterson. This team is ready to make a move forward. Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com, along with iTunes and Mediafly. Simply download and listen to the most honest and passionate Vikings coverage. And we are back here on Brave the Wild for segment number three. It is time to talk some wild prospects, and a little wild news as well. Well, first and foremost, I didn't mention this earlier, but, <laughs> well, of course, you have to get into this. This is wild news, of course. Well, the wild, as it says in the Star Tribune, stuck in the middle with Gabrick. Wild general manager Doug Reisbrow set a contract exception for superstar Marion Gabrick is unlikely before the start of the season. That is extremely frustrating. As, yeah, you didn't exactly hear me at the start of the show saying, well, the wild got Gabrick inked. Good news, Wild got Gabrick signed to a five-year deal. We're ready to go. Kumbaya, nobody's stopping us now. No, that's not what's going on. And, um, yeah, there's about a 50, 50 to 60% chance Marine Gabrick gets traded during the season. That is extremely frustrating. Um, I, I don't think it's money, guys. I really don't think it's money. Uh, new owner Craig Leopold is not a stingy spender. Um, even, you know, you could say that even Robert Negley Jr. was not a stingy spender. He was just a smart spender. He didn't want to put tons of money down on the Yarmer Yagers who don't care anymore, you know, type of players. You know, you know those type of guys, the Eric Lindros. It's because what's the point? They're just going to be cancers to your team. And, uh, yeah, that's just the way it goes. That's how, that's how the New York Rangers operate. And how many, how many playoff runs have the Rangers gone on in the last 11, 12 years? None. So there you go. It is time to get into the other players. Um, but first, yeah, again, Marion Gabrick. Oh, man, what a bummer. That is just where the Wilds stand right now. As, uh, again, as I said, it's not a money issue. It is more of, uh, 
are the wild like does Marion Gabbert believe the wild are close to a, a playoff run? Does it do they have the offensive pieces that'll make Gabbert better? Well the Wild tried to add those offensive defensemen like Beljean <laughs> and Marek Zedlicky. I mean you gotta think that's gotta make Gabbert better. Uh, of course, you know, Brian Ralston and Pavel Dimitri is good buddy gone. So and then, you know, replaced by another good buddy, Andrew Burnett, you gotta think that's gotta make Gabrick somewhat happy. And uh it's not like they lost Koivu or Bouchard. Pierre Marc Bouchard. Owen Nolan's a nice steady veteran. He kind of in a way replaces Wes Walls, at least the defensive side of the thing, the defense and the veteran. But uh <sighs> Tough to say. Tough to say. I mean, uh, maybe it's just it's him and him and maybe him and Bouchard, uh, Bouchard, him and Jacques Lemaire just aren't seeing eye to eye. We're going to get that again. We're going to get into a poll that talks about that very shortly. But now we're going to also get into that. Uh, yeah, Josh Harding was hit by a stick by his teammate Skula in that previous game against Columbus, and, uh, yeah, what a shame. You know, he has a scratched cornea in his eye, so not looking good for that. But the good news is that, according to Josh Harding, you know, the best source there is, well, he says everything's fine. He said after watching through sunglasses his teammates practice, it's just a slight scratch but nothing serious. I should be back right away, so... That's good news. Scary at first, but good news. Martin School, of course, the culprit, as mentioned, the stick got into the mask. As there's a picture right there. It gets, slides right through the mask, unfortunately, through the hole in the mask. Um, I, that's just the way it goes. And uh, thank God he's okay. Thank God he's okay. Is a wild need him. Uh, Nolan Schaefer, he was the third goalie. Barry Brust is the other goalie. But uh, it looks like Josh Harding is going to remain the backup goalie behind starter Nicholas Backstrom, or main, you know, number one goalie Nicholas Backstrom. Uh, real quick thing, Chris Chelios breaks shin bone out three to six weeks. Yeah, he's about 45, 46 years old. Unfortunate to see him lose some time, but, man, is he having a – he's had a hell of a career. Uh, James Shepard, again, having an amazing preseason. This guy, I cannot wait to see what he does this season. And uh, they're talking about always emerging on and off the ice. Uh, that is some good news, showing some leadership and fitting in. Very exciting indeed. And another guy who is emerging nicely is Colton Gillies. Or, ah, oh, I said it wrong. Colton Gillies. Colton Gillies, as I finally have it right. Uh, the headline in the paper few days back, September 26th, actually. But, uh, yeah, of course, have to talk about it. Uh, Lemaire doesn't see Gillies as a gamble. You know what? I don't either. Jacques Lemaire says there's little to be gained from sending the rugged six foot four ringer, drafted number one, but really it was an 18th pick in 2000, back to the Saskatchewan Junior ranks. Yeah, that's some good news. Uh, whenever Jacques Lemaire says that, this guy's sticking around. As we heard that with Pascal Dupuis, we heard that with Pierre-Marc Richard, and we heard that with James Shepard. Over the years, the guy always makes the team and does well. So this is very exciting that Jacques Lemaire, or that Jacques Lemaire is seeing this in Colton Gillies. Gillies. <laughs> I'm never going to get it right. And, yeah, he's having a really nice preseason, and I'm really excited to see this guy play. As you remember, in limited time last year when he was signed late in the season to the Houston Arrows, he had an outstanding, he had an outstanding run in very short time. He had eight points in nine games, 
very exciting indeed. As uh, if this guy can, if this can translate into the NHL, it'll be really good news. Uh, it was one goal and seven assists. So you have a guy that can set things up for other players, and I can see him scoring indeed, and a big, tough guy. Very good news for the Minnesota Wild. Hopefully this guy can help keep Gabrick around, players like that. Uh, yeah, there's been histories of teenagers playing for the Wild. Gabrick, Schultz, Nick Schultz, that is, Pierre-Marc Bouchard and Brent Burns. Of course, James Shepard as well. This is going to be a fun thing to watch coming into this season. And now, a guy I was kind of talking negatively about in a previous show, Danny Ehrman. As, yeah, this is a make-or-break kind of a situation for him. Maybe not quite make-or-break, but it's like, okay, it's time to step up here. He only had like 23 points in 77 games last year, and it's like, what the heck? Come on, step it up. Well, Danny, and he, of course, yeah, as I said, he was cut in the first first list of cuts. Well, not this time. Danny Ehrman is still on the roster right now. Still on the roster right now. The final cuts will come after tonight, as mentioned. And Danny Ehrman having a really nice preseason. The Wild are going to have some decisions to make. And, man, wouldn't that be cool to see former Gophers star Danny Ehrman on the Minnesota Wild and having a successful career with the Minnesota Wild. It could happen. It could happen. It could finally start tonight as the final cuts will be made very, very shortly. And the other guy who is having one heck of a preseason People are ranting and raving about this guy. Um, Tyler Kuma. Tyler Kuma, the defenseman who was taken in the first round this year. The Wild traded up to get him this year. Um, it's unlikely that he's going to make the team just because, you know, they're saying, yeah, they're saying he's going to go back to juniors pretty much no matter what because it's just too early. But the fact that he is as competitive as he is this early on is extremely exciting. Um <laughs> and, and at a position that the Wild have failed at year in and year out in drafting. They have absolutely failed in drafting defensemen in the draft. I mean, Eric Reitz finally makes the team. He was a sixth-round pick, so he's like the only one that ever made it pretty much. As uh, A.J. Thielen, or Thelen, however you say his name, <laughs> taken in the first round in 2004, never played a game for the Minnesota Wild. Gone. Long gone. He was a training camp invitee last year. That's how bad it got for A.J. Thillon. That's all he became was a training camp invitee. So to see finally some success at the defensive position, the defenseman position for the Minnesota Wild via the draft is extremely exciting. I cannot wait to see what Tyler Kuma can bring this team long term. And uh, that is very, very encouraging indeed. And now, as we head near the end of the show, we are going to get into the polls. Now, the new poll, as I'll talk about soon, will be about the uh, the training or the training camp, the the prospects that I mentioned. But first, the previous topic, the topic that has pretty much been the main topic of this show, the first three episodes, and here, not the main topic on this show, just because you can't talk only about Gabrick all the time, is Jacques Lemaire holding back Marion Gabrick was the last poll. All of you voted yes, so that's the end of it. Jacques Lemaire is holding back Marion Gabrick. I absolutely agree, uh, just not all the way. I think he is, though. I wouldn't be surprised if he scored more goals in the Eastern Conference and uh, 
it's unfortunate. I hope he does not leave the team, but it could happen. Now the newest poll, which wild prospect deserves to make the team the most? Now, again, I want you to sign up for the message boards here on thesportstuff.com because that is how you can get involved, as that is the slogan here on thesportstuff.com. Don't just watch sports, get involved. And uh, I'd like you to vote. The three choices are Colton Gillies, Danny Ehrman, or Tyler Kuma. Now, it would be cool to see Tyler Kuma on this team, but I'm going to go with Colton Gillies as he has stood out more than Danny Ehrman and Tyler Kuma. He has been outstanding, and uh, I cannot wait to see him on the roster this year. I think he does make the team. I don't think there's any doubt about it. But, boy, it would be nice to see Danny Ehrman as well, as he was a close second for me there. Uh, Colton Gillies, my, my personal choice. Now it's your turn. Get on TSS and vote. Thank you. As that will be the conclusion of this show, I thank each and every one of you for listening. And please tell a friend... Please subscribe to me on iTunes if you have not yet. It is free, just like the message boards on thesportsof.com. Please tell a friend. Spread the word about the Minnesota Wild. Post post the, uh, a link to my show on message boards. That would be very helpful. That would really help this show out. Again, thank each and every one of you. And I wish all of you a great week or so as we're going to talk National Hockey League regular season very soon. Take care. Talk to you then.